Hey y'all, we're going to be at the True Crime Podcast Festival this year on August 25th through 27th, 2023 in Austin, Texas. Come join us and get 15% off your ticket with our promo code C. That's C-E-E at the checkout. Thank you all so much for listening to us and we will see you there. Oh, no next Tuesday? Not this time? Hi, this is the See You Next Tuesday podcast. We have dirty words and shit potholes throughout the entire episode. Our name literally spells cunt. How could you not know what was coming? Thanks for listening. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the See You Next Tuesday podcast. I'm Jesse. I'm Amanda. And we're smack dab in the middle of another two-parter. Or, well, yeah. We hope you enjoy these. <laughs> I mean, I kind of went a little extra. Well, I mean, I, I love that that you did because that's a really good, I mean, like I said, nuanced case that we had to go a little extra into. So yeah, I appreciate I mean, you doing you all know. the hard work on it. Yeah, no. So I've been doing some things with my life. Since I've been home going on week five. And that is watching House Hunters on Discovery Plus. Why torture yourself with that show? It's so insane. I love House Hunters. But get this. I started with season one, episode one from the late 90s. It was around the late 90s? Yes, girl, yes. What the fuck? I didn't even know that. It was fucking amazing back in the day. Oh, yeah, you could afford a house. What was that like? It was fucking amazing. You could be a teacher and afford a house. What was that like? So here was the thing. I had teachers that are single buying houses. (laughs) That's insane. In California. In California? Yeah. You were speaking. Come on. Really? I mean, some of them bought townhomes, but some of them bought full-blown houses, bro. Even a townhome by themselves. That's insane. But wow. here's, here's what I need. Somebody send a camera crew to my house. Because you know how... Okay, you don't watch reality shows, so you don't know. No. There, sometimes with reality shows, they do this thing where it's like reality show extras, where they have people from that season or previous seasons watch the current episodes and comment while they're watching. Oh, it's kind of like the... With the Cohen... What's his, what's his nuts? Oh, God damn After it. Dark with Andy Cohen. But yes, he interviews the people. Right, right, These people, like, with 90 Day Fiance, they, like, sit in bed with their 90 Day Fiance yes. spouse and watch it, whatever. Yeah. So I need a camera crew in my living room while I'm sitting on my couch, while I'm commenting on watching these old episodes of House Hunters. Yeah. Because I'm literally sitting on my couch commenting to no one about these episodes of House Hunters. I'm like, Steve, you just told Deborah you wanted less grass and more concrete. So Deborah brought you to this house and now you're telling Deborah there's too much concrete and you want more grass? Like, come on, Steve. Steve, she just took you to what you want. You're adding your own commentary over. I gotta yes. love that. I'm yes, I, I love that. You should see and this goes on for the whole I show. don't know, eight hours a day. Yeah. That I'm home alone. Okay. You do this. I do this. Not on reality shows, but like on any show. And Podhub definitely looks at me and is like, hey, 
chill out. And I'm like, okay, right. So I my, literally in the same way. I'm like, what? Why are they going in there? And What's my this fucking shit? Son, do this through TV shows and movies. They have whole conversations about what I'm watching. It's not their shows. It's my shows that I'm watching. And I can't hear what's going on. And it pisses me the fuck off. Uh, Because then you know what they do when they're done with their conversations? One of them will look at me and go, so what's going on? They're like, I don't know. And I go, (laughs) I don't fucking know because I couldn't fucking hear it. (laughs) And they go, we're just having a conversation. Do you not want me to have conversations with your son? Or the son will go... Well, I guess I'm just going to go upstairs to my room now, and you won't see me again until tomorrow. And I'm like, bye. You're like, you can't hold that guilt over my head. Goodbye. Later. Because I'm going to be able to hear my show now. Now I can hear my stories. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I would love to see and hear that. I'm here for it. I do the same thing, but like for TV shows. And literally sometimes Spot Hub will look at me and be like, if you wait a minute, maybe they'll explain it to you. And I'm like, hmm. No, I know that. But I have to like, especially if it's like one of those, this guy's manipulating somebody else. I'm like, this bitch did not. No, he didn't. Mm -mm. I mean, nope. I'm sorry. Fuck off. Bring me a camera crew to commentary on these 30 year old house hunter episodes. That'd be amazing. Especially because like you said, people used to be able to afford houses and now it's like, (laughs) good luck. Yeah. No, that would be incredible. Just film it and send it to me. (laughs) Or invite me over. Shit, I ain't got nothing to do. <laughs> All right. So after this, we're going to, I'm on like season hours. eight. So you're in 2000. I'm like 2004 Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. My favorite thing. Okay. Here's why I was like, how could you watch House Hunters? And I thought you meant the new ones where it's uh-huh. like, I'm a, a dishwasher at a local grocery store. And then this other guy's like, I'm an oat milk farmer and we were like a $2 billion home. And you're like, What? Mm-hmm. How the fuck can you afford that? So here's the best thing about the old episodes. You have no idea what their budget is. Oh, oh. And they don't tell you how expensive the houses are. Oh, well, that makes it more fun, right? Because you're kind of like, oh, okay. I, I kind of want to know how much these houses cost, but you don't know. And the very first season, the very first season's the best because... They're like, they don't show you all the houses they look at, but they're like, house number 52. Oh, shit. Yeah. So is it like, did you go through 52 houses, or is this just a random number you're picking out? No. Like, they have gone through that many houses. Oh, my God. You know the current ep- how- episodes or whatever? It's like three houses. One, two, and three. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. It actually shows that they have been doing this search forever because real people look at more than three fucking houses oh yeah for sure it became more produced as it got mm-hmm. old for sure mm-hmm. it was like everybody knew who the house was but we got to throw two more in there just to make it look good kind right. of thing yeah yeah got and it. that's actually if you look online you have to already have escrowed and bought your house before you can go on the show makes sense and they find two other houses that you have to go and quote-unquote look at mm-hmm to fake look like you're gonna mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, this sounds weird, but I prefer the old school reality TV where it was. Yeah. The 52 houses and it was a more yeah. of a pain in the ass. It's great. And here I am. I'm like, you should see me. My husband is like, I can't with you. This one episode, they had like small children, right? Small children. And she's like, I like it because 
we live on a cul-de-sac and I can just let the kids play out in the yard and I can watch them through the window. I'm like, what do you mean you can let them play out in the yard and watch them through the window? They're like four and two. You can't just let them play in the yard. And Pot Happy happened to be home at the time. And he's like, you do know this was 30 years ago. I'm like, you can't just do that. And then later on the episode, they go look at this house, right? And they brought this little crotch goblin with them. No shoes on. And I'm like, you're going to let that kid just run through somebody else's house with no shoes on and get their dirty ass feet all over those clean carpets? I was thinking the other way around. I was like, what the fuck can the kid get on his feet? You know what I mean? Like, you don't know what the kid's going to try to throw. He was running around outside with no shoes on and then he dragged his nasty feet through the house. That's just rude. That's the house they bought. I was like, well, thank fucking God because... Now it's their problem. <laughs> <laughs> now they gotta now they gotta shampoo those carpets. But then while they were touring the house, they were like, go play outside. I'm like, you're just gonna send that kid to play outside? Absolutely. God, I miss those days. God, I used to be outside all the time. I'm Unsupervised, like, no cell phone. My mom didn't know where the fuck I was for eight hours a day. Yeah, I was literally. Like, and then no I idea. think this is about the same time I dropped the bomb on my hubby that when I was in middle school I ran away and my mom couldn't find me. Mm-hmm. And I was just at a friend's house, I just felt like running away. Yeah, dude, same. Same. And then she actually went to said friend's house, and because she lived with her dad and stepmom and they worked, she was the only one home, and she's like, no, she's not here. Oh, shit! Oh, that's a G right there. No, my fucking friend fucking ratted me out almost <laughs> immediately. I was like, damn it. And my husband's like, you did that? Why did you run away? I go, I don't know. I felt like it. Yeah. Who cares? Also, middle school, come on. Like, it's the worst time for anyone. But it's I was dealing with some heavy emotional shit, okay? Yeah. Everybody. Teenage girls, right? Special. I think we all are witches, if you know what I mean. Like, crazy. Yeah. We cry. It's a rough time. It's a rough time. Did I have a reason? No. I just. Who cared? It doesn't matter. I was like, fuck you, man. And you're just like, Get on your bike. Yeah. You got your little backpack and shit. And you're just like, mm, mm, I walked. You, oh, you walked? Oh, that's awesome. I took well, my bike because I need, I was like, well, just in case I want to be mobile and I need to go to the grocery store or something after. I mean, like, literally I was thinking ahead. Like, if I have to get an apartment by myself, I no, will. No. Like, what the fuck? And then, and then she, my mom had the audacity to say that I wasn't allowed to be friends with them anymore. Oh, because they good. lied to her. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, if anything, they're amazing friends to me. But you totally were and didn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. None yeah. of that mattered. Of course not. Like, literally what I would do on a daily, especially in the summer, I could not wait for a summer, get on my bike in the morning, roll my fucking ass over to a friend's house, call my mom, hey, I'm at so-and-so's house all day, mind if I stay? Sure. And that was it. And we would just, we would fuck around all day. We would bike ride. We'd oh, get yeah. chips and shit at the grocery, like at the convenience stores, whatever. We were like... Be in unsupervised places all the fucking oh, time. All the fucking time. No cell all the phone. Fucking, but here I am. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, there's dirt. I'm like, what are you doing? Why? What are you doing? Why are you doing? What are you doing? And then these people are it. like, we can't have a two-story house. I'm scared of the stairs for the baby. But then they're like, 
oh, a pool. We definitely want the pool. Oh, God. I'm of like, the two. And here I am. I'm yelling at the TV. I'm like, you don't want stairs because of the baby? Babies survive stairs all the time, but not a swimming pool. Literally. No, for sure. If anything, keep the baby downstairs, you dumb shit. Like, were you kidding me? Just put the baby downstairs. I like they have baby gates for a reason. And exactly. I know how they had them in 2000. Oh, yeah, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> God, they were. So what I'm saying is Discovery Plus... <laughs> Here's my pitch to you. Okay. Send a camera crew, and I'm ready to make my debut. Watch me watch these shows, and that'll be it. Honestly, though, it could sell. You know what you could do? YouTube. That's what all these fucking do. The gamers do. They just play video games, and people watch them play video games. So that's what you could do. It's just open a YouTube channel of you watching reality shows. You'll be surprised. People will watch the fuck out of that. I was saying I'm pretty fucking hilarious when I watch this because it's not like me thinking about what to say. It's just my natural reaction to these dumb fuckers that put themselves on TV. That's the other thing. Oh, my God. Sometimes you're like, sweetie, was this a good idea for you? But, you know, the producers are like, this is gold. You know, they're just like, I can't wait to take this crazy bitch on air. You know what I mean? And you're like, like, whoa, (laughs) this person is nuts. And the amount of people that go from apartments to houses that say, oh, my God, my whole apartment would fit in this master bedroom. I'm like, bitch, you live in an apartment. Of course it would. It's an apartment. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. It's three to 800 square feet at best. So yeah, of course it would. We all know it would. You don't have to say it. The past five episodes, those people said it too. Yeah. It's like the small talk you have to do at work. Oh my God, this weather we've been having, right? Uh-huh. So crazy. Oh, is it going to rain today? Oh, look, it looks oh, cloudy. Oh, sky? Yeah. Oh, you think it's going to rain? What are you going to do this weekend? You got any fun plans? No? Okay. Dude. Yeah. It's like that. Uh-huh. It's like that shit. We all know what we have to say in those moments. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. I know what you mean. See, I would always flip the script and not follow this social norm. Good. And I would, what, what are you doing say? this weekend? I'd be like, oh, well, I don't know. I would like tell the truth. Or when people would say, how are you doing today? I would say, this was my favorite. People go, how are you doing today? I go, well, do you want me to say fine, or do you want to know how I'm really doing? Nice. And people are like, oh. <laughs> like the people who really want to know are like, no, for real. And the people are just doing it to be nice, or be like, oh, okay, well, I'll talk to you later. And they just like kind of, mm. I mean, they giggle like I'm joking, <laughs> and I'm like, no. Like, no, for real, though. <laughs> especially, my favorite was especially when I got out of the hospital several oh, years ago, after yes. like that whole debacle. Yep. And I'm like, are you, I'd be like, are you just fishing for gossip or do you really want to know how I am? No, that's awesome. I lo- I'm so glad that you said that. Because, yeah, fuck you, first of all. Fake caring all of a sudden about me because I went to the hospital. Like, I haven't talked to you, like, ever. Ever. And, and now sudden, you're cornering me in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Ew. Okay. Whoa. Chill. No. Mm-mm. No, not a good place to talk about anything. Don't talk to me in the bathroom about shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh my God, how are you doing? If I've never talked to you before. If you're like one of my work friends or besties, of course we're going to go to the bathroom and talk. That's the only place we can talk. Of course. And number one, if you always check for feet under the stalls. And not only that, you check to make sure if the door's locked or not. Yep. Because people stand and they're stupid on the seat. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Oh my God. Dude. Open up your YouTube channel. I kid you not. You would get some views and then you would start getting money from it. Like monetary. 
It's crazy. People watch all this type of shit. I mean, I watch, we watch these little, these creators, these guys that make like crafts and stuff out of, you know, random, like I told you before, Mm -hmm. plastic bottles and things. It's insane. It's beautiful. All I want now, since I saw that reel on Instagram, all I want now is the fucking Titanic Legos. (gasps) Okay. I had no idea how extensive that Lego set was. Cause I was like, looking at the price tag. I'm like, dude, let's just break this down. I saw them unbox it and I saw how much it was, how many pieces, like how extensive it was. And then I went and saw the price and I'm like, well, that's justifiable. Exactly right. Exactly right. Because at first I was like, damn, they're proud of the set. It's because they have all the interiors, y'all. They have like all the bulkheads, all the floors. There's three giant boxes in the box you get. Yes. So I didn't know, like I have seen it built like in a picture. Me too. And then I came across this reel on Instagram of this guy unboxing the set. Yeah, that was... And seeing him carry it down the stairs, I'm like, holy fuck. And he opens the box and it's three giant boxes of Legos to build the Titanic. And then he builds the Titanic. I'm like, holy fuck, I have to have this now. And I have had no like connection to the titanic but now i'm like this would be a great thing to build oh i'm with you because i was like do i really want the fucking titanic you know it's like how lame yes yes but now i'm like I yeah because it. it's like literally weeks worth of work which i love because i like got the bonsai tree and it was like done in like three hours now i'm like getting really good at doing it fast i'm like shit i need to learn how to like, I, stretch <laughs> i just sit at my table until i'm done which yeah. is terrible because it hurts my body to do that right but I do have a Lego set being delivered today as my Mother's Day gift from my pod daughter. What did you get? She was explaining it to me, but I didn't really understand. So I'm waiting for it. It's some sort of flowers. Okay. I'm guessing it's either the dried flower arrangement for the table, which I which I almost got you, or there's other flowers that they just... I, and it might not be Lego brand because she bought me the elephant one for Christmas, which was not Lego brand. Right. Which was hard as shit. Yeah, it looked hard. You were like, I can't... I'm here. I'm like halfway through. I haven't even gone into the trunk yet. I was like, damn. Yeah, that looked difficult. It was difficult, but I loved it. She called me on Mother's Day Aww. to wish me happy Mother's Day. And she's like, you want to know what I got you? It's going to be delivered. And I'm like, if you want to tell me... So sweet. Did we talk about her? I think we did. Do you want to give a little status update for everybody on her? Did I tell what happened to her? I think so. Because I don't... I can't remember. That's why I was out of town. Yes. She had to have a pin put in her foot. And so I went for the surgery. And... Because she broke her toe, right? Or her side of her foot. They call it a dancer's break. So it's like the side of her foot, like underneath her pinky toe, and they put a pin in it. And uh, yeah, she went through surgery like a champ. Of course she would. She's a beast. Recovery is scary because when she came out of recovery, the anesthesia was making her cold. Yeah. But she was shaking more than, yeah, it was a little scary for me. But, and then. Yeah, she stayed at the hotel with me while I was there. Oh, good. Yeah. So you got some good, like, mother-daughter time. Well, and I was able to keep an eye on her, you know. Did she get the good drugs? 
She got hydrocodone. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Man, I love when they get you those good drugs where you're just like, oh. I'm going to take a nap now. <laughs> this reminds me, I have something to talk about. Oh, yeah. Let's While go. I was there, I got a little sick. I had a little stomach situation. And it could have been because I dropped my Sinex on the hospital floor and I picked it up and took it anyways. <laughs> we were with the first ones there the day and it looked mopped and clean. And they do clean hospitals like a mother. I and, mean, and I had sinus pressure like nobody's business, and I was just like, I need... I'm desperate. Yes. So I had a little stomach situation. So I did take her back to her apartment at some point because she had to do this thing, and I stopped at the CVS to get some anti-diarrhea medicine, some Pedialyte, and some anti-nausea medicine. Yeah. The diary of medicine was in a plastic box. Okay. I had to take it to the pharmacist to oh, get it out. One of those like locked plastic boxes. Got it. I was like. So I had to take it to. The, and then they had to scan my ID for the diary of medicine. Who? So here I am like. What? I'm like. I look at this fucking clerk. Right. And I look at her and I go. We making drugs out of anti-diarrhea medicine now? I said, I just want to stop shitting. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what did she say? What did they say to you? She, she goes, you're so funny. <laughs> it's probably something she's wanted to say for like a minute now. And she just hasn't been able to say it. She's like, I'm so glad somebody said it. Because I'm like, why? Why is the anti-diarrhea medicine in a locked box? Do you and mean, why are you scanning my ID for it? Literally. Like, what the fuck? We scan IDs for that, but not other things. That's unbelievable. Like, why? Why? I just didn't want to shit anymore. Dude, I, okay, get this. Working on a high school project, I needed whiteout because back in my day, we actually had to write shit in pen and pencil. I, I didn't have a laptop for school. I didn't have an iPad. I didn't have any. We had a one computer where I had to type reports on, but that was like a rarity. Okay. Anyway, point is I needed whiteout. Go to Walmart. Try to buy whiteout under the age of 18, and I could not because kids get high off it. And yeah, like, you have to be damn white for spray paint, too. Like, do you know how much other shit I have in my house, like, right now that I could literally get high off? Yeah, exactly right. Why the fuck would I give evidence? Like, why would I go and get shit that have like a receipt for now with evidence? Like, come on. Yeah. I need someone. That's insane. Yeah, I See don't you understand next that. Tuesday podcast Please. at gmail.com. Tell me why they locked up the diarrhea medicine. Yeah, I want to understand that too. Because is it like the shit that, does it have that same chemical that people make meth out of? I don't fucking know. It was the gel caps. It wasn't even the name brand. I got the CV, fucking CVS brand. Why? Because I'm out of town and I'm blowing up the fucking hotel bathroom. <laughs> Another reason why you put the do not disturb, the DND, on the fucking door, exactly. just in case shit happens, literally, and you have to be exactly like, right. y'all do not want to be in this biosphere right Exactly now. right. Yeah. I was just like, I literally, and I wanted her to answer me, but she, I guess she thought I was kidding. I wasn't kidding. you like, And no, I just need to get the fuck out of the store. Like, I needed to rehydrate. Like, I was opening the Pedialyte in the car. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, I need to rehydrate. But then I was also scared that the Pedialyte was going to... Like, literally all the way mm -hmm. through. But yes, why did they do that? I don't know. Like, that and, like... Well, another good example, razor blades. Like, they're expensive as shit, and sometimes they're locked up, sometimes they're not. And you're like, why? Why? 
I, I'm assuming because they're so expensive, because they're so probably so cheap to make and they're so expensive, that's a high markup value item and they can make so much money off of it. It's unbelievable the shit that they lock down sometimes. Like, what was it? Oh, allergy meds. They had them under one of those little cases that go beep, boo, beep, boo, whenever you like open up the little case. And I was like, seriously? You know what? Want to get so histamine out, bro. Like, what? What about them locking down the african-american oh. hair products oh don't get me started the blatant racism in that i was like exactly can right. go fuck right the fuck off exactly just right. fuck off fuck with you that. yeah that pisses me off it mm, it almost makes me want to just walk out of the store and be like no i'm good i'm good here i luckily i haven't seen it at the heb at the heb god bless you heb but okay, if we, I do, I, I will definitely be like, hey, guys. talk about on. the H-E-B things that I'm going to buy once I get my first paycheck? Please. The Van-type H-E-B shoes. Oh, yeah. Those are so cute. They have they like also, little H-E-B checks or whatever. Mm-hmm. They also yeah. have Converse-type H-E-B shoes. Cute. But I prefer the Van-type ones. Yeah. I noticed H-E-B is becoming, well... A cult? Well, yeah, obviously we're part of it. But we're like the street team. But like Bucky's. Almost. You know yeah. where it has like a little bit of everything now? Yeah. It's cool. And uh, the t-shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want one of those giant carts you can drive around town. <laughs> so that is a that speci- is wild. That is a special thing that goes around to the different stores. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that is cool. I didn't know that. I thought somebody just made it for funsies. That's really cool. No, it goes around to the different stores. That's it's awesome. It's like a marketing thing. It's brilliant. And for those that don't know, look up H-E-B. It's like one of the best things. It's like our, I guess you could say it's like our Tim Hortons if you're from Canada, like a really kind and wonderful and great people and a good company to work for and they actually care about their employees. And the food prices for the most part are kept as low as humanly possible because H-E-B actually gives a shit about people. And they have charities and they care about everybody. It's it's great. And we are going on a road trip to find the Me Tienda store. Okay. Let's talk about that. I think it's in Houston, Texas. Mi Tienda is like their Spanish brand, kind of like a fiesta store, but H-E-B. So where it's all Mexican foods and... love their Mi Tienda stuff. Yes. And actually, if you go on your H-E-B app, because I did this the other day, and I was going to buy some stuff, and then I saw my grocery bill because I made cookies and bread. If you go on your H-E-B app, and you type in Mi Tienda... There's like some stuff I didn't know that you could buy at your local H-E-B under the Meat Tienda brand. Like what? Besides conchas, which... Mm. Like Mexican candy. Oh, shit. Meat Tienda. Um, I don't know if you've had their Meat Tienda rice and beans. Their Meat Tienda rice and beans are amazing. Oh. That sounds amazing. We just love it. We love to support like brands that give a shit about people. Oh, like I was going to buy these... Oh, oh, Redas. Yeah, yeah. So those little pinwheels or whatever, uh-huh, the chili uh-huh, lime. Uh-huh. Hell yeah, dude. Do they have rancheritos? Dude, those are like Doritos plus. Oh my God. I could eat a whole bag of rancheritos and like. Look, they have these. A minute. Oh yeah. The Japanese style peanuts. Okay, those are usually at the checkout line. Love those. Bought those many times. You add some like some, holy shit, I'm losing my mind. Some sauce to it. Some chili lime sauce all over it. Oh my God. Miguelito. Add Miguelito on top of those peanuts and they're amazing. 
that you had. Hold <sighs> on, I'm trying to find that. This is going to be the problem is because I want to retire somewhere else besides the United States. I'm going to have to retire in Mexico or something. Oh, yeah. Yummy. You know how much I love Mexican candy. I know. There's it's me, so you know. good. Ooh, candy ropes. Oh, uh-huh. chili. I almost bought the candy ropes. Yeah. Okay, so when I first visited my pod hubby's family, I literally ate myself sick on that chili candy. Chili mango, chili whatever, any of it, all of it. Like, I was just, like, sitting there all day just like, Meh. Because, I, you know, we don't get, like, the real shit. Right. We get decent. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So then halfway through the day, I was like, I don't know, guys. I'm like, I'm feeling like, great. The next day, I had to lay in bed the whole fucking day. <laughs> like, they literally sent me the Mexican version of Pedialyte and all that shit. They're like, it's fine. It happens all the time. They, they had a name for it. I was like, okay. It's not just me. For white people who gorge themselves on the Mexican candy. Yeah, I ate way too much of it. It was so good, though. It was it's the so... gringos. <laughs> yeah. Let's gringo over here. I ain't no much Mexican candy. But yeah, dude, it was... It's incredible. Oh, God, I love it so much. So, we are going to take a road trip. Yep. We'll let you know. We'll report back to the Mi Tienda store. And then, you know how I want to go to Target today and buy the goldfish cup? Yes. The dollar spot? Yes. I think I can get away with it because I got away with buying the Dolly Parton book and he (gasps) doesn't know. Okay. I was... Oh, the Dolly Parton book. That's right. She co-wrote a book. Uh Uh-huh. Like a... With James Patterson. Yeah. He did the... What series? He's written a lot. Yeah, he's done a lot of shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, Dolly Parton. And it's it's like a fiction about yes. this like songwriter, singer, uh-huh. girl, uh-huh. And all that shit, which of course, I just love Dolly. God. Me I too. Had, I just, I had to post her CMT. Did you see that when I posted on the stories? Yeah. She's basically like, well, you know, I basically look like a drag queen all the time. And I was like, God, I just love you. I just love you so much. She's just so self-aware and she just doesn't give a fuck. She's like, yeah, I got surgery done. I don't give a shit. Like, anybody thinks about her. May we all one day be Dolly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's called Run, Rose, Run. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I'm going to have to borrow it after I... Well, you're almost done with your books, but I I need to finish the book I'm reading. Yes, I read the entire Hannibal Lecter series, and it's fucking amazing. I knew it would be. The last one's the best one. Yeah? That's mm-hmm. good. I'm glad it didn't fall off. You know, because sometimes that happens when it's like, oh, sick. And then it's just like, eh. Well, the last one tells Hannibal's story. That's awesome. So it's... It's a good capper because then you're like, ah. Uh-huh. So now do you feel like if you went back and reread, it'd make... You know what I mean? It'd be like, hmm, this makes more sense now. Well, I read them all back to back to back to back. Uh-huh. So you're as you're reading it you're like oh and let me tell you i did not see what happened at the end of hannibal coming really Mm-hmm. is it like the movie have you seen the movies i have not seen hannibal you haven't seen red dragon have you seen like red dragon or any of those ones? i've only seen silence of the lambs okay 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 got it because from what i've heard some of the movies follow closer than others and how close is silence of the lambs to the book May I ask? Pretty close? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yes. Yeah. And so some don't. And the the TV series doesn't at all, but they do a phenomenal job of, of making that character so interesting. Highly recommend the TV series. If you're ever feeling like, you know, I want to start something crazy and cool, watch the TV series. It's dark. It's beautiful. And 
disturbing and lovely. It's really interesting. You got to watch it. I don't know how to describe it. Speaking of murder, well, or attempted murder. I don't know. Would it be called attempted murder or is it self-defense? I'm going to go with self-defense. Mm-hmm. So where we last left off with Lorena Bobbitt, she was in the hospital. Her then-husband was having his penis reattached for <clears throat> obvious reasons. Mm. And she was about to get interviewed by detectives, all this kind of stuff. And when she was, and again, she called the cops on herself. She was arrested and charged with malicious wounding. And John was arrested for marital sexual assault. Oh, good. But I'm sure he gets out fairly quickly. So obviously this case, the news got a hold of it basically immediately. I mean, they were literally like filming them trying to find his penis in this field. Okay. So they knew about it very, very quickly. John's trial was first in November 1993, where he testified to all the statements you heard before on the previous episode about how it was all Lorena beating him, about he was just being in self-defense, about how they ended their pregnancy, you know, as a a decision they both made together and all the shit anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. That same month, Vanity Fair wanted to run an article about Lorena, about the changing times for women. In 1992, it was declared the Year of the Woman with Clarence Thomas's alleged sexual harassment of Anita Hill, which, hey, guys, by the way, Clarence Thomas, if you didn't know, wasn't and has never been a good person. He has always been a shitbag. It's just now with people are like, oh, wait, he's been a shitbag the whole time? Yes. They, Anita Hill tried to tell y'all, but you didn't want to listen. Nobody ever wants to listen. Nope. At the time they did the article... They called it Lorena Bobbitt, sex lies and an eight inch carving knife. They took photos of her in a swimsuit and a pool and like this ingenue, sexy, innocent, fiery Latin woman kind of way where it's like she chopped off her husband's dick because, quote, he had it coming like Roxy Hart from like the play Chicago. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, they, they made it bigger than it was. And she was 23, an immigrant. Didn't understand the viciousness of the the news right. and how they can use you well, against yourself. Yeah, I mean, especially not being from the United States. No, God no. I know. And granted, every country's got their problem with news, but they were definitely using her. And you can still see this spread. The article still exists. We'll have a link for it and everything like that. I think Vanity Fair didn't do her any favors. And I get the idea of, like, we want to interview this woman. But, again, this was 1993. This is what they did to women, and still do to women to this day, is look at this sexy, fiery bombshell. What a crazy woman she was for doing this crazy thing. Let's sexualize her and make her less than. Look what they did to Pam Anderson. Look, I mean, like, we could keep going, right? Like, uh, like all the women that they have done this to and did this to at the time, 1992, 93, 94, started to change the narrative in the news of, hold up, women might actually be more than what you're thinking. And we just came off of, I mean, shit, rape was a misdemeanor until, God, I don't know, the 80s or something. Mm-hmm. A misdemeanor, guys. We're talking about, like, a $200 fine to rape somebody. Like, oh, here you go. It's whatever. So women still aren't, but especially weren't in the day, considered people. 
as you can imagine, this didn't help her case, this entire news spread, because then it looks like she was like, oh yeah, I'm like this. I did it and I don't give a shit. And like, like she knew what she was doing. Right. It was all for clout and all for whatever. John was acquitted of rape. Of course he was. So the timing wasn't great on this is what I'm saying. Lorena's trial was up next in January 1994 with the possibility of her going to jail for 20 years for malicious wounding in Virginia. Again, every state is different. They have different laws. It's weird. And they call things differently. It's insane. She went over all the abuse in detail, and her defense team argued that she had been driven temporarily insane and that cutting off his dick was a, quote, irresistible impulse. The seven-woman, five-man jury, thank God, found her not guilty due to temporary insanity, and she was sent to a hospital for a 45-day psychiatric evaluation required at the time by law, which was very lenient, let's be real, considering, like, what could have happened. Reel it back, like, to 1920s. She would have been hanged immediately. Like, there would have been, like, you cut off your husband's dick, he's alive, it doesn't matter. He may have probably bled out, let's be real, he probably wouldn't have lived, and she would have been hanged. 1993, 94, she was at the right time, right place. Also seven to five Mm -hmm. women in her favor. Yes. You know what I mean? And actually, I feel like that was a fair judgment, to be honest. With her defense team, what her defense team was onto is what was now known as battered woman syndrome, a subcategory of PTSD that develops after ongoing physical and or sexual abuse. When living with this type of abuse, there is a constant tension that builds into cycles of violence between the partners. There's also a level of control from the abuser where they elicit fear to prevent the victim from being able to reach out to family or friends or threaten to kill themselves if they leave. This tension is always there. So while it might be seeming like, well, he's a sleeping man, he's not a threat, he is always a threat in her mind. And when he was at his most vulnerable, she was able to cut off the instrument of her torture That was her only chance, quote unquote, to retaliate or be able to get out of the situation. I don't agree with what she did. Do not get me wrong about that. I don't believe you should hurt anybody in any way, shape or form. I understand why she did what she did completely. Lorena became a U.S. citizen in the summer of 1994 and their divorce was finalized in 1995. Obviously, again, Lorena gained a lot of notoriety because of her case. There was a charge in the air around gender politics at the time. Women's rights were finally coming to the forefront. O.J. Simpson's trial happened months later when Nicole's documented abuse and so many other women started talking about theirs. Then the Violence Against Women Act was passed. This was, I guess you could say, like the first wave of the Me Too movement, and I feel a necessary one. She started receiving tons of letters and support outside the courtroom from mainly women like her who suffered through years, decades of abuse, and it empowered her to keep going. She was Mm -hmm. like, you know what? Yeah, okay. She has said, quote, I'll put myself through the jokes and everything as long as I can shine a light on domestic violence and sexual assault and marital rape. So this is the culture that we do still live in. Mm -hmm. Women are still made fun of for the shit that they bring up. Yes, this case is funny. She knows it's funny. It's ridiculous. Right. But she's like, I'll, I'll go through that if it means I can shine a light on this horrendous action that's happening. And just so you know, it goes both ways. We're not just saying women just do, 
experience the abuse and only women and only men do. No, no, no. No matter what gender you are, this can happen to anyone and does happen to anyone. And it's important to bring a light to it. Right? Right. So Lorena did go on to marry another man saying, I was, it was difficult to find a date. <laughs> well, I, mean, I think, mm, you know, guys at the time, I mean, if cops at the time thought you could catch being gay by touching a severed penis, then men at the time would think, oh my God, in my sleep, she's going to cut off my dick. Like, well, I mean, it's kind of valid. Yeah. It's I fair. mean, it's a little valid. I'm. Yeah. It makes sense. Lorena is now over at the age of 50 with a teenage daughter. She is domestic violence advocate and even has a foundation for women called the Lorena Gallo Foundation. She went back to her maiden name for obvious reasons, where they go to schools, sororities and public events to educate women about the red flags when dating. She advocates for background checks for people to own guns and volunteers at domestic violence shelters. Back in the 90s, she was offered one million dollars to do a Playboy spread which she turned down, saying, quote, a million dollars is a million dollars. It would have been amazing, but I wasn't raised that way. John, on the other hand, became incredibly popular and went on to be a regular on the Howard Stern show with Stern saying, quote, I don't even buy that he was raping her. She's not that great looking. Of course, Howard Stern said that. Yeah. If you really want to hear more about that, definitely check out the, the documentary Lorena on Amazon Prime. It, uh, it'll let you see him say it with his own face hole. And then he went on to be in pornos titled John Wayne Bobbitt Uncut and John Wayne Bobbitt's Frankenpenis. John dated around after Lorena and in 1994 was charged with the battery and beating of an exotic dancer he was dating in Las Vegas. Oh, shocking. Weird. So strange. It's like, (laughs) where did that come from? Who knew that was going to happen? It was one off. Totally. Absolutely. Then in 1998, he was on WWE Monday Night Raw. And then moved to Vegas, where he worked as a bartender, and then a minister at the Universal Life Church. He met and married Joanna. I'm not going to say her last name, because God bless. And in 1999, he was arrested for battery against her in 2004, which he served 30 days. I mean, I'm sure it was a misunderstanding. Totally, totally. He didn't mean it. He was sorry. And in the documentary, one woman who was not named for a very good reason went on to describe a horrific couple of days with John where he raped and beat her over the course of days in a hotel room. From what I understand, she was also an exotic dancer in Vegas or one of those places, Reno, something like that. He kept her in that room and did things to her that she didn't even want to say. It must have been pretty fucking bad. Yeah. John also got a penis enlargement surgery after his first surgery, and now his dick doesn't work. Oh, well. Overall, for all the abuse, he only served a total of 42 days in jail. 42 days of at least four women that we know of. 42 days. I mean, it was just a misunderstanding on everyone's part. Absolutely. Yeah. He's totally chill. Mm-hmm. John was in a bad car accident in 2014, which broke his neck, but he's still ambulatory and around to this day. From the documentary, John has said, quote, she was never abused. She was always the abuser. And she cut off my penis because I was going to leave her. And from the New York Times article by Amy Chozik, I'm going to quote this section that she wrote. John said, it's all made up and I'm tired of it. John said, I was with a lot of women, a lot of women, and none of them ever complained except Lorena. He paused and Joanna. 
After we discussed the allegations, he proposed we keep talking over dinner at the Empire Hotel where he was staying. I declined. Well, of course she did. Because she didn't want her ass beat. <sighs> so that is the horrific story of Lorena Bobbitt. And I will include links to her charities and everything that she's been doing. You can totally see the divergence in these two people. Lorena went on to help people be a mom, like really be an advocate and all this kind of stuff. John went on to be the trash human that he is. Well, I mean, once trash, always trash. Trash is trash. Mm-hmm. Just because mm. you get your penis cut off doesn't mean you change. No. I mean, you would think clearly. that'd be a wake-up call. I Literally, you're asleep, your penis is being cut off. You would think you'd be like, hmm. Maybe I should change. My life choices have led me here. Yeah. But no. It's everybody else's fault, not John's. Yeah. Please take us away from John. I hate him. Oh, I just I'm do not going like this person. To. <laughs> I'm going to. Don't you worry. So, when I say Carrie Hart... You probably think Mr. Pink, right? Who's Mr. Pink? Why you am I know, stupid? like, he's married to Pink. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The yeah. tattoo artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But he's way more than that. I mean, he, first of all, he was famous on his own before he married Alicia Moore. Yes. He was a professional freestyle, freestyle motocross and motorcycle racer. That I did not know. He was actually the first motorcyclist to a backflip on a 250cc motorcycle during competition. Sick. He is also the owner of Hart and Huntington Tattoo Company. And that's where I saw him on the reality TV show. That's where I know him from. <laughs> so I went to their website. They have some cool ass like t-shirts and sweatshirts. And I picked out a pair of sunglasses that I can't afford and <laughs> check it out. He's also an amazing dad to their two adorable children, Willow and Jameson. So when Willow was born... The Hearts released her photo to People Magazine because that's what celebrities do. Yep. And you know People pays the highest dollar for celebrity baby photos. But Carrie and Pink, you know we love her because she was she's already been one of our star moms. Uh, they didn't keep the cashola. They donated the money to children's charities, the Ronald McDonald House, and Autism Speaks. Love it. And I'm not telling you about Carrie Hart because he's Pink's husband. I'm telling you about him because he stands on his own two feet as an amazing human being. Awesome. I would love to know more because, and just so you know, there is a Heart and Huntington tattoo shop inside the Hard Rock Hotel in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. which obviously is like overpriced and expensive as hell. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's so funny because I used to, so what I used, reality shows, I've watched a lot of tattoo ones. Like name a tattoo one. I've probably seen it. I haven't watched Ink Masters and need to get on that, but like. Tattoo fixers, Hart and Huntington, like that one, the one with Kat Von D, like all that shit. I fucking love those. Oh God, I could watch them all day. Yes. Love. So I just happened to randomly catch the end of the Kelly Clarkson show one day. Love her. She was a star mom as well. She was our yes. very first star mom. God, was she really? Mm-hmm. Shit. Been a day. So I was flipping through something happened to catch it it was at the end and he was on the show by himself that's wild and he was talking about his nonprofit good ride what yes he has his own nonprofit tell me more so good ride they hold motorcycle rallies and rides and the proceeds go back to helping veterans in need awesome so when you go to the good ride website you can buy tickets for the next rally 
or you can donate a ride to a veteran so they can go on the next ride with Carrie and the organization. So Good Ride is partnered with Infinite Hero and the proceeds from Good Ride, the Good Ride events go to help veterans with mental and physical medical needs. Hell yeah. They're doing what the VA should be doing, in other words. Exactly Fuck right. yes. So right now, if you go to the Good Rides website, they auction off fun prizes as well to, what's the word I'm looking for? Get money? <laughs> Raise money. Thank you. Yep, gotcha. (laughs) So as of right now, if you go to the Good Ride website, there are some fun things you can buy raffle tickets for. A getaway to Fiji. Oh, hell yeah. A set of three custom Tyler Holman knives. And this is why he was on the Kelly Clarkson show. He brought this prize with him. It is an Indian motorcycle Carrie custom built for Pink as her push present when she had Jameson. Dude, I fucking love that. How badass is that? Like, here's a motorcycle, bitch. Hell yeah. When I had kids, we didn't have push presents. That wasn't a thing. Baby moons weren't a thing. Yeah. Gender reveals weren't a thing. No. It was no. like, congratulations. I just having called a baby. people up and said, it's going to be a boy. It's twins. It's a boy and a girl. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. So... Anywho, he brought this motorcycle to the Kelly Clarkson show. They put it on a pedestal. He, he told everybody about good rides. What did it look like? Was it was it pink? No, no, no. It's not pink. Was it black? It No. It's like goldish. It's really badass. Oh, God. I want to see it now. It's awesome. So if you go to Good Rider, Good Ride rally.com G-O-O-D-R-I-D-E-R-A-L-L-Y.com. You can enter to win an awesome prize, and even if you don't win the prize, you still win a prize because you're helping veterans with their mental and physical medical needs. Love it. Dude, that is badass. I remember when she first started dating him, I was like, interesting. She's the one that proposed to him when he was doing a motocross race. She held up the whiteboard where they would write things to yeah. the writers and yeah. it said, will you marry me? And he rode past and he did, and he was on his next loop because he didn't stop. And she flipped it over and she wrote seriously. <laughs> and that's when he stopped. He was like, oh, hold on. You're being real right now. You're just not fucking and with me. So he actually, when he was on the Kelly Clarkson show, he talked about how he doesn't have any veterans in his family. But Pink, or Alicia Moore, she, I believe her stepfather and her brother are veterans. Mm. And when he saw, when they retired from the military, how hard it was for them to acclimate back into society, that's when he kind of knew he wanted to do something to help veterans. I love it. this is what they do. I love that. That's incredible. We'll have links to that on our website. Absolutely. Please go there. I don't feel like you got to donate like five hundred dollars I mean, like five. Actually, bucks, man. the raffle tickets because yeah. I looked oh, yeah. start at like I don't know a couple for like twenty bucks or some oh, bullshit like that. Like that's not it's bad. like affordable for you and I and whoever. Yeah, and I just love it when I find out about celebrities that are doing things like this because you don't know they're doing things like this. No, right, exactly, and also it's good to know Pink wouldn't marry just anybody. A shitbird. No, absolutely not. I remember they actually broke up once. Do you remember that? They were having mm-hmm. marital problems. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh shit, what did he do? Like, I was, I knew it wasn't her. I was like, fuck no. I think he was battling addiction, if I'm not mistaken. Which I get. It's a, it's a beast. It's a fickle bitch. So she was like, look, if we're going to be together, this ain't part of our lives. If I'm understanding 
what happened. You you know more about Pink than I do, of course. But I think that's why they split up for a little bit and then they got back together. But yeah, no, that's incredible. What a cool family. Plus, like, I don't know. It's just such a cool family. Like, I feel like their kids have such a cool view of the world. Like, they see well, so much more than a lot of other... I have seen you know? recently, like, her daughter is upset because she's, like, the only kid in her class that doesn't have a cell phone. And Pink's like, you don't need a fucking cell phone. Like, why do you need a cell phone? And Pink's on tour right now. And her daughter is working on the tour, but she's making minimum wage. And, you know, and, like, I talked about when I did Pink as my star mom, like, she was on tour during the documentary, and they were in Europe, and Willow wanted to go home and go to summer camp with her friends. And so, Carrie took Willow home to go to summer camp with her friends. That's awesome. Like, I love it when celebrities raise their kids like normal kids. Yes. Unlike the Kardashians. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Like, there's nothing wrong with giving your kid, like, if you have money, like... Fine, you can, of course, treat them, but spoiling them is different. Like, there right. is a line. Like, you know, she There's didn't a- have a, Willow didn't have a cell phone, but Willow wanted, was on tour, but wanted to go to summer camp, so Carrie took her home to go to summer camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta be reasonable. You can't be a total douche. I, I'm pretty sure I also saw in the documentary they do have a dirt bike track in their backyard. Fuck yeah. But, I mean... Why not? Why not? They yeah. have the money and he is a motocross racer. Of course they have a fucking dirt bike track in their backyard. Exactly right. That's that. I'm with you. I think that I love seeing that. When people who are have that kind of money use it for things that they really love and charities they love. And they, like you said, treat their family normally. Like a and, regular you know, like person. The baby pictures. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're either going to release these pictures or the paparazzi is going to follow them until they get the pictures. Yeah. So real. you know what they did? They released the pictures, and then they donated the money to the Ronald McDonald House and Autism Speaks. Yeah, because they're like, we don't need it. We have more money than we need. Like, who cares? These people need this money. Exactly right. Yep. And he was like, I see difficulty with veterans. What can I do to help? I love motorcycles. This is my thing. This is my life. I am going to have a charity around motorcycles. Yeah. And while he gets the profits and the proceeds, he then takes that money and donates it to other charities that then give the services. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, definitely check it out. Like you said, I mean, hey, you guys can win something, A, and B, even if you don't, you're still donating to it. You're still winning. Yeah, you're still winning. I mean, it would be badass to have Pink's push present though, right? God, yes. That would be amazing. Oh, I mean, it just makes me want a motorcycle for like no reason, <laughs> no good reason. Like, I mean, I definitely don't need you one. You have to have like a motorcycle license to drive a motorcycle, and I would have no idea how to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> you just get like a man who knows how to ride one, and then that's how you ride one. <laughs> I mean, I personally would take the Fiji vacation. But... Oh God, yes. I was as soon as you said Fiji, I was like Fiji. What? But <laughs> I mean, to each their own. Here, here's her mm. motorcycle. Oh, okay. Let's see what it looks like. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Oh, it's got kind of like this. Oh, that's cute. I love it. Like a yellow and black checker on the front and then like all the gold. Yeah, that's really cool. Ooh, paint scheme by Airtrix. That's awesome. 
Apple CarPlay integration. Hell yeah. So you can listen to some tunes while you're cruising. You can listen to the See You Next Tuesday podcast yeah. while you're cruising in your... This is like a cruiser bike. It's not yeah. a crotch rocket. Right, right, right. This is for like chilling. You're going around town, getting your groceries or whatever, touring some, you know, badass breweries or whatever. That you have awesome. 17 days, 21 hours, 34 minutes, and 30 seconds. Hurry. You guys better hurry. Get on up there. And let me see. You can get 20 entries for $10. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's a really good deal. You can get 125 entries for $25. I mean, hello. That's a that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, you can get 5,000 entries for $1,000. Shit. Like, I don't have $1,000, but maybe you do, and you can enter. Feel free. Feel free to enter and help it out. God, if you want a bike for 1000 bucks, can you imagine? Dude, that's amazing. But yeah, my point was, like, 20 entries for 10 bucks, Like... Totally that is on. a coffee, y'all. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Don't get your coffee today. Do some good. Love it. That's awesome. That's a great way to end it on a family that isn't dysfunctional and actually <laughs> cares about each other. Loves each other. Loves each other. And I mean, you know he's like already built her new bike. Oh, 100%. Like he's yeah on his like 15th bike or whatever by now probably. <laughs> yeah. And, and I believe like... Carrie goes on the rides, and I think sometimes Pink goes on the rides that they do. Ooh, that's cool. So you never know who you might see there, too. Yeah, so you can sign up for a ride or a rally or whatever if you're in California. I love it. God, and that's a beautiful place to have a ride, too. The weather is nice. The scenery is really pretty. That's awesome. Donate a ride to a veteran if you can. Yeah, absolutely. And all our veterans out there, hey, we see you. We support you. Thank you. Legit. You, you deserve more than you get back. Oh my God. Tell me. Yeah, absolutely agree. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, we'll see you next Tuesday.